This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you, too. How are you doing tonight, sir? <laughs> man, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Yeah, a little discombobulated today. We've got a house, uh, a shop full of people here. And, man, if you hear any construction racket behind us, um, you know, they are just working really hard on these uh, new apartments they're building right behind the Country Squire. And so oh, wow. We've got 130 apartments that are about to pop up back here. Actually, they're up, you know, kind of getting them roughed in and everything. But lots of construction, man. So if you want to come live behind this old dumpy pipe shop we'd love to love to have a listener by, back here <laughs> man well, there you go You'd be uh be in, in hollering distance like man bring me some more uh you know hunting creek or something it's <laughs> <laughs> prime real estate right there that's exciting man well good yeah, you, although fun. i know that's that's kind of driving you crazy at the same time <laughs> it's driving us a little nuts but it, it'll be neat to have all these uh new new faces living behind us here at the shop so we're we're excited about that hopefully drive some new traffic and maybe find some new uh pipe smokers too yeah man so, some new friends yeah. right upstairs that's great man that's yeah. uh that's exciting stuff always glad to know that uh things are moving there at the shop what about you, man? You, you, uh, we're here. We're in the thick of it with the holiday season. Uh, any, any kind of uh, preparation as you as you trim the tree and whatnot at the uh, at the old yeah. country square? Things are really, really nuts right now. So we we have kind of started entering into holiday sales period. Really into October, it kind of began mm-hmm. in the rush and everything. And so this is a good point or a good moment for me to just ask Grace uh, from our uh, listeners who are who are also customers because we have a lot of folks that are ordering tobaccos right now and just trying to, you know, get some of our holiday blends. Figgy Pudding and Cordial Friends, of course, are here, and we're moving a lot of that. And then also we have our pipe rolls that have come out and uh, our 50th anniversary tobaccos. And, and then, of course, Sutliff just dropped uh, the Kringle Flake on us for yeah. 2020 and great tobacco. We'll talk about that at some point in the near future. But, yeah, so, you know, it's just a, a lot of moving parts. We're, we're a few days behind on a lot of our mail orders. So, you know, if you are, you know, one of our customers waiting on that package, just know it's in the queue. Don't don't worry about it. We'll, 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 it it'll, it'll be be uh, our, our award-winning customer service will be uh, will be there for you the entire way, but uh, don't don't worry about it. We're on top of it, so it just the elves are elves are doing a little heavy lifting, huh? They do a little heavy lifting <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's it, it's been pretty intense, but yeah, it's great, man. That, uh, as I mentioned, Sutliff did come out with this Kringle Flake that will talk about their new tradition of a, uh, a Virginia flake here at the holiday season and uh, their description is black and red Virginia flake with 17 year old Perique so folks have a lot to say about that we'll kick that off at some point in the in the near episode uh, down the road but lots of uh, holiday blends going out getting geared up for a big website rehaul that we're going to debut here in the next couple of days which will be fun just to get our website freshened up and so just uh, you know moving right along things are crazy <laughs> all right man well i mean that's 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 exciting right it's the hustle and the bustle and the stress that comes with the holiday season and yeah but it, it's pleasant stress though you know yeah, it sure, really sure. It, i really do mean that it's like oh things are so out of control and all this but it's it, it's always you know retail can be if you if you're in a retail that that you believe in and love you know environment that you love like that it's um you know it can be a lot of fun this time of year so we see a lot of friends that we haven't seen in quite a while and schools letting out early because they're you know not gonna reconvene after thanksgiving for, you know, a lot of colleges are kind of, you know, shutting their uh, semesters off a little earlier. And so we're starting to see people 
come on through, you know, and 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 be here for you know the next couple months. It's uh, it's it's kind of neat. So yeah, we're we're just kind of rolling with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, listen, I hear it. Twenty twenty has been an interesting year, and uh, is is guaranteed to be an interesting holiday season, uh, with all the good and the bad that that entails. But one of the things that we love to do here every single year at the end of the year is highlight the best of for that particular year. And we have got a best of twenty twenty coming uh, right around the corner as you know as we enter into like the holiday season. We, we're kind of planning ahead to like right at the tail ends and that is when we're going to do that best of and you've heard us mention it on the last couple of episodes but if you haven't yeah. already we want y'all to head over to countrysquireradio.com and uh, nominate your choices for the best of 2020 man we've got great uh, categories like accessory best tobacconist best artisan blend best tin tobacco best pipe carver best pipe manufacturer best pipe best publication best youtube channel and of course our new category best pipe club or pipe community all of these are open for nomination currently at countrysquireradio.com. You cannot miss the link there. And, you know, one of the things that we want to make sure that we're being very clear about this year is, you know, as we ask for the best of 2020, we don't just mean like, what did you enjoy in 2020? We're looking like what's new in 2020. So like, what is the best yeah. new pipe of 2020 that was actually released in 2020? What is the best new new tin tobacco that was actually released in 2020? That's what we want to do. It's been a rough one. Uh, and so like, I think ending on a strong note by really highlighting what was great this year yeah is, is one of the best things you can do really there's a lot of great things to to highlight obviously we just you know mentioned the tobacco that um you know came out this year and there's several others and i'm looking forward to hearing different people's thoughts of course there are some longtime mainstay categories that you know where you know folks might want to um you know nominate their favorite tobacconist favorite you know tobacco shop or uh favorite pipe carver who you know may have been in the game for a while or right. pipe manufacturer you know but a lot of those new uh new things what's the best new accessory, new artisanal blend, tin, tin tobacco. Um, you know, that's, those are fun. We're looking forward to highlighting some of the uh, fresh, creative things that are coming out in the pipe world. And they, there are a lot of them, a lot, a lot of those things. So Absolutely. look forward to, to seeing that. That's really good, man. Yeah. And when I'm, when we're talking about new in this year, we're talking about products in terms of like people in communities and channels, it's really highlighting who did like some really great work this year. Uh, rather than like a specific product. So I, I, I get how that yeah. could have been confusing. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's on me. All right, man, we've got a great show. We got a great show planned for people. This is our, our, our Thanksgiving Day special. But man, I feel like I would be remiss if we did not give a little space because we kind of teed it up last week. And we yeah. didn't have time to get to this crazy cigar bar wedding situation <laughs> that you were in last week. Can, can you just, can you share? I mean, it doesn't have to be a whole long story, but I've been like, I don't, I don't really know how much I can share. To okay. Be you, because it, well, I, this is the thing. Like you, you go, you go to, so, okay. It, backing up a little bit, right. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. we're, we're a pipe shop, but we also sell cigars and, and do a lot of cigar volume. I mean, that's something we do and are, are proud to do, but um, you know, a, a lot of folks, what they, you know, these, you do these weddings, right? So wedding planning, they go to these big weddings and you know they're all everything's about the bride traditionally you know like what does oh, yeah. a bride want this these, these kind of flowers we're going to pick these napkins and you know these dresses and I, you know it's a, just kind of insert groom here you know that's right that's right <laughs> and and over the years as these weddings have become more and more um, you know, sophisticated and expensive and all this kind of stuff. They, they're the wedding planners, you know, this whole kind of industry, they've really been looking for that thing to, um, you know, add to the event to, to throw a bone to the groom. You know what I mean? It's I like, mean, yeah. okay, 
the, the groom, you know, let, let, what's what's one thing the groom can have? You know, like, let, let's do a little something for him, right? right just just right. a little something. You know, we, we've got a $120,000 budget for this fancy wedding, and that's not a joke for a lot of these weddings. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, just outrageous, you know, it's like, we can scrap together five or 600 bucks for the groom to, you know, have a few little trinkets or something, you know? <laughs> exactly. And uh, so, anyway, that's, uh, you know, where, where we come in into play. And what they'll do is they'll have us for a uh, cigar bar a cigar experience there at the wedding and so uh you know if the the place where they're doing the reception is okay with it we'll come set up a kind of a cut and light um you know event where you know we bring a variety of cigars and typically the bride's uh parents have already paid for you know the whatever cigars we're going to give out so it's just like kind of an open bar type uh you know situation uh, like you're walking up there getting your uh, glass of whiskey it's like you just walk up to the cigar bar and uh you know tell me what you got you know, cut it and light it for me kind of thing. And mm. um, so it's it's fun. It's interesting. But again, I, I don't think I can divulge a whole lot, you know, without on, risking, okay, without risking right. my position, at, you know, in the, you know. It <laughs> what happens at the cigar bar stays at the cigar bar? Is that what you're well, saying? I'm just I, I saying, saying like, you don't have to name names, but you do, you do need to give some details here because I've been like, the this name- was- the names are kind of the 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 thing, though, right? <laughs> I mean that that was the kind of the whole deal. It's like, man, I, I can't believe two people that are named this are getting married, <laughs> and 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 I I kind of feel like their union because of that is gonna open up a tear in the space time continuum kind of thing, you know? Right, like, right. Like, like you know, I tell you that, what, let's just put it this way. Let's put it this way, okay? In Mississippi, uh, if you get married <laughs> in Mississippi, as as John David and I both have done. You are required by law, by state law, to do a blood test to make sure you are not related to the person that you are marrying. These are facts. This this is a fact. (laughs) This is a fact. So one imagines if this was a legal wedding, blood was tested. Now, the names call things into question, but the blood was tested. That's, 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 that we can, and we, I, we can leave it at that, right? But that, no, I, look, it, it's, it, it was, it was just a, it, it was a fascinating pairing. It was a, it was a fascinating <laughs> pairing. And, and, and there, it was a lovely family and couple. And, uh, and now they're one big family. And it, it was, it was, it was fascinating. And they might have been before. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Uh, all right, all right. You fair just enough. never know. <laughs> That's about as far as I can go. I, I don't know. I, I think we're going to leave it at that. But, okay. But all right. It, it was a, it was a great time that we had a fantastic time and. Um, you know, if you are having a wedding in the uh, southeast somewhere and it's in within driving distance of Jackson, Mississippi, give me a shout. Maybe I'll come uh, do a cigar bar. Or I- I've actually done a pipe bar at a wedding as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, given out some corncob pipes and had a variety of tobaccos and, you know, l- you know, small, you know, just tampers and kind of giving folks lessons on how to how to do it and that type of thing. So, um, yeah, you never know. Uh, we do uh, do tobacco bars at wedding. We'll travel. So <laughs> right on, man. Well, that's, uh, yeah, look, we, we had, uh, we had to share that. We just had a great like text message exchange last week and I was like, where are you? (laughs) What is going on? Yeah. This is, you know, sometimes, you know, in reality, you know, life truly is stranger than, than fiction. You know, you, you really couldn't write something, especially in Mississippi, you know, it's like, what did Faulkner say? And, uh, you know, understand any place in the world, you must first understand a place like Mississippi. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's, it's, it's true. If you can get this, you can pretty much get anything. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's a, that's a good, that's a good way to look at it, man. It's kind of a disaster. Hey, timely, very timely because uh, next week we're going to have a very special episode where we're doing Faulkner as our hero of the 
the bowl. But man, this week, it is finally here, the, the Thanksgiving Day special episode of Country Squire Radio. And I feel like in order to like get this episode prepped, I need to take people back to the earliest days of Country Squire Radio. Where... Turkey-flavored blends. No, what? no, no. We never did that. We never did that. Although that's an interesting... No, no, actually, that's no, terrible. No, that's just awful. No. <laughs> it sounds absolutely disgusting. No, man, if you go back to like the earliest days of uh of, of country squire radio when we were really just trying to kind of get our feet on the ground and, and figure out exactly what the show was becoming because we had kind of a, an idea for what the show was and then it ended up changing based on kind of the demand and and the audience and and i don't mean demand in a bad way just the the community that uh discovered the show and that the show kind of discovered and uh, so as we kind of adapted to uh, to fit into this much larger audience than just our little pipe community in, in Jackson, Mississippi, yeah, uh, you know, we were trying to find different topics and around the holidays, it's like, yeah, you know what? We need to do a holiday episode talking about the various ways in which people uh, can travel with pipes. And we talked about, you know, some best practices. If you go back into the archives, we've got tracking and packing episodes where we go into the best practices of, of how to travel with your pipes and pipe tobacco. Now, you know, you can only really cover that subject so many times. So that also adapted to cover some various means of packing your pipes with uh, various cases. And man, you have had some of the most exquisite, like finest, like leather <laughs> <laughs> like products, you know, like we're talking like hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a, on a pipe case and, and really kind of focusing on some, some pretty high end material, which is all we, we have. We've also covered the, uh, the humble tube sock. Yes, exactly. <laughs> for, Everything for, for in toting your pipe, you know, so every, everything in between that's right <laughs> that's right and so you know one of the things that you know as we look to thanksgiving 2020 and and the uniqueness of the year as we kind of came closer and closer to the track and unpack and we thought you, you maybe don't maybe don't track and pack maybe maybe kind of stay put sit at home well the thing <laughs> is like so, so many people are staying at home right exactly I mean, it, you know there's these uh quarantine thing you know folk governors would be like ah hey, you know if you have you can have 10 people at thanksgiving but if you have 11 we're sending in the dogs you man know? i ain't having <laughs> so, nobody at thanksgiving it is just me the wife and the kids yeah. and that is it no extended uh, family no friends I, y'all stay at a home a lot of people are that's going to be a lot of people's <laughs> stories you know and so um yeah i mean so instead of tracking and packing it's like we're 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 staying we're we're standing and we're, we're we're staying put and we're looking good and that's really what it comes down to man because i was like, gonna say we're sitting and knitting sitting, well <laughs> you might be knitting but no that's the thing if you think about kind of what the tracking and packing has been talking about the various ways in which you carry your pipes uh if you're not going anywhere and you need to showcase your pipes well what's the equivalent of that man pipe pipe stands and uh the man I'm, pipe stand yeah. i'm really stoked to dive into this topic with you man and see what you've got to kind of highlight here because you know if i I could kind of start off by just sharing. I have had some beautiful pipe stands. I currently have some beautiful pipe stands in my possession. Um, wonderful gifts from from listeners, uh, as well as a, a beautiful shell that I won for being the worst uh, pipe. <laughs> you smoker. still have that thing? I, I do. I absolutely <laughs> do. I've got a uh, a church warden resting comfortably in it right now. Yeah, uh, j- just to to uh, let's see. This is a very old uh, episode reference. So for folks that you know maybe haven't listened to every single episode of Country Squire Radio, um, which is the equivalent of getting a lobotomy. Um, it, it, you know, it we had in one of the earlier episodes, uh, Bo uh, showed so poorly at the uh, slow smoke competition that he got a booby prize, basically. And this booby prize was a, uh, a an ancient uh, pipe a pipe ashtray like a slash shell. stand yeah. that was a in the shape of a conch shell 
Um, and it, and it, yeah, it was just this night. It was this 1970s in its glory kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it had been at the country squire literally since then. <laughs> oh, and it was pathetic too, y'all. It was like under two minutes. It was really, really bad. And so it was, to- it was bad. It was bad. And so, you know, we, we wanted the nature of the gift to go, to go well with that. And so this, this just golden girl, if the golden girls had a pipe stand that was a combo ashtray, in their, you know, iconic house, this would be the one. <laughs> now, that sounds pretty awesome. That, uh, that, that gives it the, uh, the, the, the credit that it's due, to be sure. But, I mean, obviously, the reason why this was a giveaway is because it was collecting dust at the Country Squire and could not be sold worth anything. Yeah, it, li- it literally had been in our shop since, you know, al- almost the beginning. And so we, it, was, it was time to, you know, let it uh, go out to pasture, and we, we gave it a good home. Yeah, so. no, happy to be that pasture man. And, uh, you know, so I've, got, I've still got that one in my collection. But, you yeah. know, one of the things I've never actually owned is a pipe stand that kind of carries multiple pipes, you know, that kind of does like yeah. a large showcasing. And I have attempted on my own to craft a, a pipe stand for multiple uh, pipes, specifically yeah, using, sure. and this is going to sound kind of weird, but like an old spice rack. And I don't mean necessarily like a, a, a yeah. I, it, like, you know, one of those spice racks that you like twirl around, right? Like yeah. they, they mm-hmm. spin around. So I have an old wooden one. And what I did was I kind of deconstructed it and put it out on its side and it works terribly. It is the <laughs> it's absolutely awful. So I'm really stoked to hear what all we're going to be That's showcasing funny. today. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, we're kind of going to give an overview of um, the the pipe rack. You know, this is an idea where, you know, folks are, you know, looking for something to uh, display their pipes and have them uh, organized neatly and all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, of late, uh, it, it's hard to find these things. There's not a lot of these uh, out there like it used to be. You know, you used to be able to go into JCPenney's or even Neiman Marcus and, and find a, a pipe rack, right? Or not just a pipe rack, but, a you know, a leather pouch and an ashtray and all these uh, smoking accessories that, um, you know, were much more commonplace and, uh, you know, maybe the 1960s or 70s. But, uh, but JCPenney's, Penny no longer has a has a pipe uh, or a smoking accessory section anymore. You don't you don't just walk in there and find a pipe rack and um, and you know a lot of your uh, you know brick and mortar tobacconists even if they do a lot of pipe business, uh, there's a good chance that they might not have a uh, selection of these items as as well. And so it's just kind of hard to find a, a decent pipe rack. It's something that um, you know you have to hunt uh, kind of you know quite quite a bit for uh, at at times. And so um, you know what has been been interesting is as this area of of pipedom and pipe accessories has kind of you know shrunk a little bit what what it has lacked in quantity and what it's lacked in the ease of you know being able to locate uh, it's really gained a lot in mm. creativity and mm-hmm. and quality and uh, you know the artisanship. It's, it's these are much less uh, nowadays, much less mass-produced things and much more uh, interesting. Making a statement uh, right there on top of uh, the pipe, which is already making a statement. Lots of elegance and uh, creativity, different uh, materials that are being used, and all this kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, it, it's interesting. The market just as as pipe smoking has changed, and we talk about that, uh, you know, uh, a lot on Country Squire Radio, uh, the, the pipe racks have changed as well, and it's it's really kind of kind of interesting to unpack. So, um, you know, the traditional wooden pipe rack, that's kind of uh, where we start, you know, and the, uh, you know, wooden pipe racks, they, if you can kind of imagine, uh, you know, we've got this base uh, for the uh, for the pipe, it, it can either be, you know, set on a table or sometimes wall mounted, depending on 
the product. But, you know, typically, if you can imagine like a piece of wood, a slender, narrow piece of wood that sits flat on a table, and it has these little divots on the bottom that kind of allow the the bowl of the pipe to be cradled in those divots. Um, and then there's a there's a rack portion of this that kind of stands up back behind that and offset a little bit. Uh, it can either be you know uh, more wood or maybe a small piece of uh, metal or wire or something. But there's dimples in this in this portion as well that um, you know allow the stem to be cradled just right so that the pipe sits upright and doesn't tip over in this kind of, you know, configuration. So, um, so you know, you can kind of envision these pipe racks, right? They're, um, you know, beautiful pieces, a lot of, uh, you know, cherry, mahogany, oak, uh, you know, uh, beautiful stains. Uh, these used to be more common. These are some of the things you might find in a, uh, you know, a JCPenney or something like that. But uh, nowadays are, you know, going to have to hunt for maybe a little harder. Uh, there's some beautiful pieces on the used market and, uh, of course, some awesome, awesome pieces online that you can find as well. But, um, anyway, so I'm curious yeah, real ahead. quick. Cause I mean, like, you know, you mentioned back in the day, you know, walking into a JC Penney's seeing something like this, uh, how often, cause to me, you know, how often are y'all moving or kind of getting a new pipe racks or selling new pipe racks? Cause to me, it seems like because the market has changed because pipe smoking has kind of become like a, a collector's game, you know, having yeah. kind of this, this massive amount of pipes as, as probably many of us do, uh, the need for a more, you know, extensive pipe rack seems to be, I would imagine to some extent higher than it used to be. Well, it, it, it's interesting, you know, as much as we'd like to think that the collector's, uh, you know, mindset is new, man, <laughs> The, the old guys from the, you know, 50s and 60s, they collected pipes, too. You know, they, they, <laughs> right, right. they did. I mean, they, you know, they might have had a very, you know, uh, you know, maybe their pipes weren't the, uh, you know, $350, you know, American artisan pipe or, or something like that, or certainly a Dunhill or Costello. But, man, I, I've seen some beautiful pipe collections from that era that, uh, you know, were made up of, of a lot of everyman brands that, uh, you know, folks were proud of. You know, they wanted to display and, uh, and keep safe. In a, in a special place. And so, um, you know, pipe racks, they, they, I, a lot of the older ones are smaller, but I've also seen some older ones that uh, could double as boat anchors, you know, <laughs> it's just really, <laughs> really large and, you know, designed to, uh, you know, to hold a whole bunch of pipes. And so, um, yeah, you know, I, I think it, um, it, it, it so it, it I, I see where you're going. It does beg the question, like, you know, is the need for something like this greater now maybe than it used to be? No, but, no, no. I um, feel I feel called out. That's fine. Yeah. That's, no, you're no, right. It's okay. You're right. It, it's okay. I shouldn't, I, I, I shouldn't have been throwing the old, you know, the older hats under the bus. You're right. They, no, they, they that's were okay. Back in the day. That's okay. Well, back then they did, you know, I, I will say, Bo, they, they did probably smoke their pipes a lot more than right, uh, some right. of the uh, the pipe folks in our in our modern um you know, pipe, uh, pipe community, you know, where it's like, oh, I'm going to have my bowl, you know, a couple, couple times a week after work, you know, a lot, a lot of our pipe community friends are, are like that now. It's like, yeah, you know, I enjoy my pipe, uh, you know, maybe two or three times a week or a few times a month or something. And man, these guys back in the day, they were eating pipe tobacco. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> they, were, they were gobbling this stuff down. And so, uh, you know, their, their pipe racks were very important because it was an opportunity for them to, uh, set their, uh, 
uh, maybe their seven-day set, have their rotation ready for uh, for the week. It was not just a an idea in their head, okay, well, I better rotate some of my pipes. It was like, no, if I don't rest this pipe for a couple of days, then, you know, I'm going to wear it out because it it's a, it, was a, it was a tool. You know, they're using it as a as a very uh, important tool in their in their daily rhythms. And so, uh, which again, some of our modern, uh, you know, smokers do as well, but it's just, um, you know, maybe not quite as, uh, you know, <laughs> when the consumption rate is, is just a little different nowadays. So, um, yeah, but anyway, so the, the versions of these pipe racks, they, um, you know, again, imagine this kind of, uh, you know, dimpled uh, piece of wood that has a back drop with some divots in it that holds the stem uh, of these pipes. And it, and it just holds it so the pipe that can, you know, can sit upright. Uh, there's a lot of elegant examples of these. And, of course, the most recognizable and maybe iconic pipe rack of the 20th century was the round pipe rack with the mm. tobacco humidor mm-hmm. in the middle. You know, it's got, uh, imagine this kind of round uh, wooden rack uh, that's uh, just a, a big circle. And then in the middle, there's a jar uh, that is meant to keep your tobacco fresh. And so uh, a lot of times this jar would be made of glass or ceramic or uh, something of that nature, but it was kept right there in the middle. Uh, and so all your pipe stuff was there, very neat, collected in one uh, nice handy place. And it, uh, you know, a lot of times these were on you know, what we refer to as like a lazy Susan or something where you could just kind of swivel it around and, uh, you know, spin it and, and, and locate the exact pipe you wanted to use. And, uh, and then your tobacco was always there to be had easily, you know. And so um, it just a really it, neat, uh, you know, thing uh, that a lot, of, a lot of smokers wound up having. It was very popular and, and still is, you know. It, th- these are expensive nowadays. I've seen new ones as expensive as, you know, $100. But if you find one, a lot of times you'll see them in flea markets and estate sales and certainly on eBay. And you can pick them up for, you know, 15, 20 bucks. And, um, and there's some beautiful old pieces that are really, um, you know, really nice, uh, you know, and, and would, you know, function for the modern, um, pipe collection quite well. They were enjoyed these kind of round, uh, pipe stands with the humidor in the middle. These were enjoyed by some of the most sophisticated smokers and the everyman pipe smoker, you know, again, like I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, I've seen these, uh, covered in, uh, you know, Savinelli's Peterson's and, uh, and maybe a smattering of Dunhill's. And then I've seen these same exact racks covered in, you know, uh, Dr. Graybow and Yellow Bowl and, uh, you know, things like that. A, A lot of folks, you know, who, whatever strata they were at, they, you know, just wanted a place to display their pipes. And so, uh, it was fun and, um, you know, kind of a, kind of a neat shelf piece that folks would always comment on. So, um, it, the glass jar in the middle, uh, you know, that was meant to hold the tobacco, a lot of times this was topped, uh, and, and is topped with a wooden lid or some, uh, some lid that has a nice, uh, gasket seal on it, something that's, uh, you know, got a real tight fit to keep that tobacco, uh, fresh. And a lot of times on the underside of that lid was a small, uh, like a pumice stone or something that would absorb a bit of water uh, to I'm keep sorry. the tobacco I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, um, uh, what now? A pumice stone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and and what what is a pumice stone? Well, it, it think of this. Um, think almost like a piece of chalk. Okay, or something that kind of looks like that, but it's on the bottom side of this lid. And the idea was, every couple of days, you just put some water on that. Let it soak into that stone, and then you know it, once it's you know kind of dry on the outside to the touch, you can put the lid back on the tobacco jar. 
And that, you know, slowly is going to emit this moisture that will let the tobacco retain some humidity. It just kind of, that, that's the idea. It just kind of keeps it, uh, keeps it fresh, just a little bit of moisture and, um, and you're good to go. So, um, gotcha. yeah, okay. something that's kind of it's the same exact material. If you ever uh, get one of those pouch moisteners that uh, come in a little silver disc. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's the same material that's actually in that silver disc no inside way. that disc is huh. a little a uh, little stone that, uh, you know, folks just kind of, uh, you know, fill with maybe some distilled water, pat the outside and then throw it in their tobacco pouch to uh, to keep moist. So, um, you know, this was not a very. Uh, you know, technical, you know, sophisticated design for a way to keep your tobacco humid. It was just a simple, uh, to the point kind of method to, um, you know, add some and, and keep some moisture in your tobacco. And so, um, you know, certainly there were more uh, tightly sealed things and, uh, you know, the, the products nowadays that are uh, better at keeping your tobacco fresh and all this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, but this was just kind of an easy uh, way to keep a, a quantity of tobacco that you go to very regularly uh, handy and and relatively fresh for smoking. Um, now, we'll say if you get one of these uh, today, um, you know, let's say you find one of these round uh, pipe racks with the tobacco jar in the middle. If you find that on uh, the estate market or if you find a new one uh, out there, which they are they are available. One thing to keep in mind, and I, I like to remind people of this uh, because it's so tempting to immediately put your tobacco in there. But, you know, these type of tobacco humidors are not for long-term storage of tobacco. This type of tobacco humidor, it was really designed for the person who's smoking the exact same type of tobacco every single day, okay? When, when you're switching it up, a lot of our modern pipe smokers, you know, we one day we'll try this, and the next day we'll try that, and next week, you know, go back to this, and, you know, we kind of bounce around. But, you know, back in the day, a lot of folks had their blend, you know, and you were smoking a large volumes of your blend of pipe tobacco, you know. And so this the humidor jar was kind of perfect for that because it was easy to open, um, but it would maintain enough of a seal to keep it fresh for, uh, you know, a, a short amount of time. The idea was, though, that you were going to go through this jar pretty quickly. And so, um, again, what basically what I'm saying is this was for the daily smoker, not for the long-term storage of tobacco. And so just keep that in mind if you do wind up getting one of these um, one of these old-fashioned racks. Does yeah. that make sense? Bro? No, it makes sense. Absolutely. And I mean, like, that's something I think that a lot of us, you know, when you enjoy an older, well, I hate to even say that, but when you enjoy kind of a product that has such a rich history, uh, and you do so great in, way to put it <laughs> and you do so in a modern context yeah. sometimes you 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 do enter into that space with kind of a loss of how to how to care for and how to pr- properly preserve uh, yeah. things that were not in you know I, you know not originally thought through <laughs> with the lens of you using them in that capacity so uh, yeah no, that's that's good I know, right? It, it's funny because um, we just moved into this this different house, and I was about to say new house, but it's anything but a new house. And it right. it has one of these, uh, you know, a lot of these older homes uh, in our area. It's got these little uh, divot in the hallway, this little stand in the hallway. It's a cutout in the wall where the phone went in the hallway, right? There's one phone for the house. It was in the Every hallway. Every single house in that neighborhood, like those 100-year-old houses, man. No, Absolutely. that's right. There, you've got this little phone re- receptacle thing that 
that's just there and there's a uh, there's a little shelf that sticks out and um you know and and then you've got a um you know a little hole in the bottom of it where you know traditionally you would put your phone book or something like that and uh you know and so if the phone rang oh so and so you you know your your gentleman callers on the line and so you'd hear so and so come downstairs and and pick up the phone and shoo their mother out of the hallway so they could talk in uh in private <laughs> and uh you know so we have this phone receptacle thing in our house it's like well what do you do with this and well you could do that with it or you could do that with it but you know it's not really made for those things so you have to be careful kind of as you're uh, exploring those <laughs> those those different things uh you know what you could do with it it's not it doesn't have a plug in there for your iPad for instance you know or uh <laughs> you know right, right. it can't support the weight of your daughter you know for instance or you know so anyway just i don't know kind of a funny analogy but so anyway just keep that in mind particularly as you're um you know thinking about storing tobacco long term in these kind of uh, circular humidors so some pipe racks are uh to be held uh they, they actually hold uh the bowl of the pipe or even hold the stem of the pipe and then the rest of the pipe is kind of dangled and so if you can imagine a rack where uh you know in, instead of uh supporting the pipe by the bottom of the bowl they actually have holes for the the stem to go down downwards and the pipe to sit on the top part and so you're kind of inserting the stem through a hole where the pipe is kind of sitting up at the top and it's kind of dangling down and so uh, that was uh, found as well one one example that's uh, kind of similar to that although uh, works differently in our shop here is a rack where uh, you know they would have these kind of uh, um, rubber grommets or rubber gasket things that uh, had these little slits uh, you know it, it kind of carved into it and so you could insert the stem of the pipe up in there and then the pipe would just kind of hang it just hang on the wall and um, you know very uh, elegant you get to see the whole pipe and uh, it's not uh, having to rest on anything it's just kind of dangling there on the wall it's kind of hard to envision that but you know a lot of times these were protected by maybe velvet or some kind of fabric padding or something um, you know and 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 so you would have that option there as well as a way to uh, to view your pipes keep them organized and uh, let them breathe and all that kind of stuff so anyway pretty fascinating more traditional items again these are more traditional items that are uh you know harder to find nowadays so you've got things like pipe cabinets uh pipe chests that uh you know would feature uh maybe racks for the pipes on the inside of it as well as uh you know areas within this cabinet for accessories and tobaccos um you know elaborate cabinets often featured things like you know glass doors and and little drawers with decorative handles and things and compartments for all the you know necessary accessories and whatnot for your pipe um you know and so you would kind of imagine opening these little glass french doors and inside this cabinet were uh your collection of pipes and and maybe at towards the bottom there was a a, a gap or a shelf made for a couple of tins of tobacco or or a small drawer where you might keep your tamper and some matches and things of that nature so you, you know you can still find these things and i tell you uh the place to go look for a lot of this uh creative stuff of course everyone thinks of it eBay. Obviously, you're going to go to eBay. But but if you go to Etsy, some of these things on Etsy are actually still made. You can actually still find modern makers of these interesting pipe stands. And they're they're out there. And some of them are beautiful. They're made from uh, black palm and, and uh, mahogany and, you know, all these interesting stains. It's just very, uh, very fascinating. Some of these folks will even engrave them for you and put initials on them and little plaques and all that kind of stuff. So, 
Um, so, you know, you can still find these things. It's it's just not something you're going to walk into uh, TJ Maxx and see over there, you know, on the um, on the shelf. So, <laughs> um, interestingly enough, uh, you know, as we've kind of gotten into, you know, the 21st century, uh, some of the pipe display systems have gotten much more creative, much more interesting. And, uh, you know, particularly, again, in the past 20 years, it's really uh, as pipe smoking has kind of become a little bit more of a niche market, uh, these these pipe racks have gotten really funky, and, they, and they're really a lot of fun. They're just really interesting how folks have uh, designed these types of things um, to uh, to be used. And so you've got them uh, made, obviously, with all kinds of quirky materials, uh, stones and you know, pieces of wood that are uh, not generally associated with, uh, you know, finery or, uh, you know, pipe furniture or anything like that. Uh, Some of the most impressive ones, I think, are uh, the rare wood uh, pipe racks that that are embedded with these rare earth metal or earth, rare earth magnets. Uh, Have you, have you seen this, Bo? Are you familiar with this uh, concept? No, I don't think so. Not, not, a lot of these real premium makers, what they, what they'll do when they're you know making a pipe rack, they'll they'll take you know some very uh, you know fine pieces of uh, of wood, uh, and they'll they'll embed them with these rare earth metals, the or these mag, rare earth magnets. I'm sorry, huh. uh, the magnets are you know particularly strong. They're uh, permanent magnets that just are gonna uh, you know uh, keep their strength, and um, they'll embed these magnets within or conceal them inside a um, a wooden pipe. Stand, and you know it's generally the magnet is generally hidden or obscured, so it's you don't see the magnet. But the idea is an additional magnet is inserted into the bowl of the pipe itself, and so those two magnets, the one that's hidden in the stand, and then the one that's in the bowl of the pipe, Mm. will connect. Uh, magnetically, and it's strong enough because of the strength of these specific magnets to attract, uh, you know, significantly through the wood, and the pipe is forced to sit there upright, um, if you can imagine that. So it's almost like the pipe is kind of levitating there, you know. <laughs> mm, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's really beautiful, and it, they're great ways to uh, display some of your, uh, you know, prized pipe collections. This works for, um, you know, the the humble every may, everyday pipe, but it also, uh, they make these gorgeous um you know, very large uh, displays on these very uh, fine pieces of wood uh, where these rare earth magnets are inserted into the wood, hidden, and then the, uh, you know, your gigantic uh, pipe is able to sit there uh, very proudly on display, like on a pedestal, you know, and, uh, and, it, and it appears that it's not being supported by anything, although on the inside it's being supported by this very strong magnet. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of neat. It's, it's, it's a fun way to uh, do it. We've got some folks that, you know, as they get into making pipe accessories, pipe stands and things of that nature, um, you know, they're starting to use these magnets to, um, you know, make that more, um, you know, just one more, you know, wrinkle in the uh, in the whole experience. So. Uh, kind of cool, kind of cool. But yeah. there, there's some other ones too. You've got these leather pipe stands where folks are creating these really neat mm-hmm. uh, wall hanging uh, devices. Where uh, you know, think about your um, almost like something you would unroll, like a you know a toiletry kit or something, and you'd, you'd unroll it, and there's all these loops and places for maybe uh, what you might think of as tools and um, you know whatever items you need to access 
very readily. And, um, and you know, it, it's all loops for pipes and your little pipe accessories and things like that. And so, um, you know, the folks make uh, interesting ones out of, um, you know, ceramic and uh, porcelain. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of different things that you can find. And, uh, and folks have come up with uh, creative uh, things as well, you know, things where they've taken uh, egg cartons and, uh, you know, kind of divvied them up in ways to cradle the bottom of their pipe. And, uh, you know, it's not, you know, particularly beautiful, but it works and, uh, and sure does keep them safe. So um, anyway, so lots of different options there. And uh, even though it's not something that you're going to necessarily go down to you know the uh, public's grocery store and find you know it is something that you uh, you know can can find in our modern world uh, you know certainly through the power of the internet and um, and you know even at shops like ours you're going to find you know some examples of these type of things they might be uh, a little more expensive they might be not necessarily you know exactly what you're looking for so you may have to uh, you know search quite a bit but um, but you know there are there are certainly are out there and there's some great um, you know great options for you. I'm curious, do you have a, I mean, I know that you've got a couple of different pipe racks just personally, but but would you have a, like a personal preference or a favorite? Yeah, I, I do. There's a couple of pipe racks that I've found. Um, actually, I found both of these at flea markets, but uh, one of them is a very old, I, I don't know the date, my guess would be probably the 60s or something, or maybe 50s, but it's this uh, kind of resin uh, stand that is made to look like these tobacco leaves, and the tobacco leaves uh, kind of curl out at the bottom to be able to hold the bottom of the uh, of the pipe bowl, and then they sit upright towards the top, and so the stem just kind of leans gently against the uh, against the top of them there. So um, just really really elegant, very beautiful. It kind of you know evokes that natural tobacco leaf uh, look, which is uh, you know a, a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, another one I have that I keep uh, uh, my Dunhill collection on. I think it holds four or five pipes. I can't remember offhand, but it, it's a marble one that has these kind of uh, you know gentlemanly uh, crest on there, something that you might find on the, you know, embroidered into a, um, you know, a, uh, some kind of a social club or something. I don't know. And it may have actually come from something like that. I don't know. But it's got these little things that are, uh, it's it's marble and then has, it has these little uh, kind of, uh, you know, brass attachments of these crests on there. It's just very elegant. So it weighs about as much as, uh, you know, a bowling ball, <laughs> just just the rack itself, you know. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. Um, you know, you could really use it as like a bookend or a doorstop, you know, but <laughs> it, uh, it, it is a pipe rack and it's, it's really nice. So That's one good. thing I will say, um, I will mention this. If you're searching for a pipe rack that's a used pipe rack, you'll notice on eBay, Etsy, wherever you're finding these things, flea market or whatever, um, thrift store, uh, a lot of these older pipe racks were made for smaller pipes. If you have a lot of large pipes in your collection, if you're looking for a pipe rack to hold larger pipes, just kind of be wary of that. And you can tell if you're looking at the pipe rack, um, this might be, it's probably kind of hard to envision, but maybe if you listen to this uh, on repeat as you're looking for some of these things, or maybe if you go back and reference this episode later while you're looking for pipe racks, it'll make more sense. But when you're looking for pipe racks, generally, Generally, on the traditional pipe rack, again, you have the wooden part on the bottom that sits on the table. The bowl sits in that, and then the pipe stem goes up and is cradled by something up there, okay? It's either mm. a circle that is just a, you know, cut hole, or it's a uh, divot in a piece of wood where it's just kind of an impression for the pipe to, to lay in there. 
one thing, if you find these pipe racks that are entire circles that are not cut open at the top, and, and so basically the idea is you're going to have to stick the entire stem up into that hole to get it up in there. Uh, a, a lot of times, and, and again, hard to visualize when we're uh, talking on a podcast, if you're looking for pipe racks, you know, come back to this later uh, and maybe <laughs> right. it'll make more sense. But, um, you know, if, if, if you find those uh, unopened hole pipe racks where you have to stick the entire stem uh, up in there without being able to, to just lean it in there. Um, it, a lot of times those are made for very small pipes and, you know, your, your big clunky artisan pipes that are, uh, you know, exquisite and large and boat anchor, you know, golf club pipes, you know, <laughs> these are, uh, a lot of these pipes uh, will not fit in those. And so just be aware of that and something, uh, something you might, um, you know, bump into down the road as you're, as you're trying to, you know, fit your collection into these, you know, ornate pipe racks that you find. Okay, well, great. Well, look, I, I think that, uh, you know, the pipe racks, it's a great time of year to be thinking about, uh, you know, thinking about what kind of pipe rack you might want. I mean, one of the things that uh, I think all of us have done is, is, you know, as we kind of started uh, earlier in the year, we did kind of a quarantine special talking about things you can do to keep up your pipes. And yeah. yes, since you got a little extra time on your hands, what can you do? Well, if you've been keeping up your pipes, this is a great way to display them. And, you know, <laughs> There's there's another kind of way of displaying pipes that that I I don't think I heard you say, which is a, a trusty large mason jar to to put your pipes in to put your pipes in. And look, if you've got a <laughs> let me let me paint you a picture. Let me paint you okay, a picture real pl- quick, please, because I'm not aware. I'm not. Uh, this is not something I'm familiar with. Let's say <laughs> that you have got a really solid and extensive collection of really quality. Let's just say corn cob pipes. Okay, and you okay. you need a way not just to display them. Let's say you've got a couple on display, but let's say that you've got a couple on hand because, you know, when you do have friends come over or family come over, whatever it may be, uh, you like kind of putting out along with the various pipe tobacco, kind of some pipes for people to choose. So a jar, ah. a large mason jar with a bouquet of quality corncob pipes from our good friends ah. at Missouri Meerschaum might not be the worst thing. I personally <laughs> have uh, have used a mason jar on many occasions with several Missouri Meerschaum pipes, like when I've got them kind of all stuffed in there, so to speak. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind yes. of a, I've got like, you know, a couple of different uh, pipes. In fact, I actually have a few that are actually in a pipe stand uh, that have wonderful stories to them or that I use uh, with some frequency, but I've got a, I've got quite a handful of Missouri Meerschaums that are just in my collection, not yet smoked that I literally keep on hand uh, yeah. to, to gift to folks, to visitors who might come over that want to enjoy a pipe. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, the mason jar would be perfect for that. Of course, uh, you know, the nice thing is Missouri Meerschaum makes so many different corncob pipes that you could kind of uh, collect them all and, and display them in this uh, this location and make your own little bouquet. Exactly. <laughs> so it's excellent, man. Lots of different options there. Uh, you can go to corncobpipe.com and get them straight from the source. They have some beautiful gift sets to get you started uh, along with, uh, you know, some of their favorites like the uh, Legend or the Missouri Pride or the country gentleman, so many different uh, good options. So check those out, and uh, we um, appreciate the folks at Missouri Mearsham for sponsoring our show. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. All right, man, we got a pipe question of the week this week coming in from Cole. Of course, Cole left us a great listener feedback message last week, and uh, this week he's he's got a great question. He says, "I love the Country Squire. Uh, I love that it has become a destination point for pipe pilgrims. I was wondering, what are other places, shops, or locations that I should add to my list of pipe pilgrimages?" Pilgrimages. <laughs> <laughs> what places have you guys pilgrimed? Uh, if that's a word, uh, thanks. Love the show. And again, that is from Cole. Man, that's a great question. Now, I want to, before kind of toss yeah. it to John David, uh, mention a couple things. So we do have our kind of our pipe capitals uh, series that we, we, we need to revisit. We haven't done in quite some time and we also yeah. need to get more hyper localized. So I think this is a good encouragement to do that. <laughs> uh, I will say Nat Sherman in New York city is quite the experience that I've, I've been to and uh, really, really enjoyed uh, my time there. I, I don't know I, from what I've heard since I've been back, uh, they have done kind of some renovations, but I think the, sh the internal shop and uh, their, their club level down below in particular is, probably relatively untouched. I'm, I'm looking forward to returning back there. That is a place that I, I certainly yeah. encourage folks to, to go to. Um, another yeah. shop that I have been to, I mean, there's a, you know, I've got the benefit over the course of the series of, of having been able to visit a lot of different shops back in yeah, the- Yeah, done quite amount of, uh, of travel. Yeah, and the before times, man, I, 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 I made my way around. And um, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's some great shops out there. Uh, uh, bankers, I would know it was, yeah, Bankers in New York, I believe, uh, has, a, has a shop. No, I'm sorry, not in New York. Uh, in, um, in London. In London, thank you. I've uh, been out to one of their shops, which was absolutely uh, a beautiful and uh, a kind of a fun experience. Uh, picking up some pipe tobacco in foggy London town, was it? <laughs> and then, of course, Erwin uh, Reese in uh, in Chicago. Erwin Reese, yeah. Erwin Reese, rather. Yeah. Now, that's that you want to talk about a, a location that you have got to go to. They still have this like old school giant pipe on their sign out there. Uh, that has just been out there since the dark ages. You, you've got to check it out. All right. That, that, yeah. Sorry. I know everybody wants you to answer this question, but I, I, I felt like, no, oh, I actually I, have a couple of places I can mention. <laughs> I'm so glad you did because, you know, honestly, I, you know, because just by nature of being in retail, I don't travel as much, to be honest with you. And so, um, you know, I would highly recommend Ewan Reese. It's a uh, just, a, you know, obviously one of the most uh, iconic pipe shops in the United States. Um, and uh, they have quite a collection. They also do a lot of cigars and over the years, their their you know lounge and that kind of setup has changed, but uh, just a fantastic collection of pipes, and it'll be one of those things that you're overwhelmed with when you uh, when you get to go. And of course, you know visiting beautiful Chicago, um, and so much to do there, which just makes it that much more fun. Um, 
I will I will tell you a pipe shop that is on my list, my personal list of uh, of pipe pilgrimages that I'd like to make that I've never been to yet. And that pipe shop is in Flint, Michigan, and it is Paul's Pipe Shop. Mm-hmm. Paul's Pipe Shop been around since 1928, and it is a uh, you know probably one of the top ten pipe shops in the United States. It's a uh, it has a fantastic uh, story. He's actually got a museum in the basement of this shop. They uh, have their own pipe uh, line that they uh, produce that are very uh, very good pipes. And uh, so yeah, it just Paul's Pipe Shop. It's it's on my list. It's one of those that, um, man, you know, maybe you can beat me to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I wanted to mention that. That's been uh, one of those that I'd I'd really like to visit at some point, uh, for sure. Uh, Of course, in the United States, you've got other shops like, you know, Georgetown Tobacco in Washington, D.C., L.J. Peretti right there in Boston, and uh, man, just so many, so many excellent shops uh, across the country. So, um, yeah, it just, you know, many, many options there, but uh, man, go, go along, take a lot of photos and uh, tell them we sent you. <laughs> and, you know, this is actually a really great opportunity to kick it to the audience as well, to the listeners who, um, you know, if you've got a shop that you would kind of put up there as kind of a, a must visit, uh, send those into the show. It might be a great way for us to uh, kind of focus and add them to our pipe capitals yeah. of the world. If we're going to do an entire continent, we can do a little store too. So <laughs> uh, by, by all means, be, be sure to send those in. But great question, Cole. And hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, be sure to send it in the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question. All right, man. So, so we we kind of <laughs> last week we ended yeah, pseudo controversial quick fire questions from Eric. Uh, and they went to pick up again this week. However, since it is a Thanksgiving episode, we're going to kick those to next week. And, oh, that's uh, good. And we got we got some men from uh, our good friend from Dagobah, Pastor Joda. <laughs> so it's been a minute since I've had any sparks of inspiration. However, the approaching holiday, I thought I'd toss these out. Uh, hope oh, that's y'all, good. Hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving, Pastor Joda. And again, these are the Thanksgiving edition quickfire questions. Are you ready, sir? Yes. Okay, here we go. And he says he wants to clarify, of course, all of these should be considered uh, perfectly fine. Uh, and, 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 you know, this, this, this is like the most uncontroversial one imagines. Here we go. Okay. Turkey or pie? Turkey. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> yeah, turkey. <laughs> uh, although this year we're not doing turkey, like because there's not enough of us to like justify a full turkey, so we're actually doing yeah. duck this year. This is gonna be oh, a, that's great. Yeah, it'll be it'll be delicious. It'll uh, be fun. But between the two, yeah, turkey. Uh, parade or football? Football parade, man. I love the Thanksgiving Day parade. Does not surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hosting the gathering or attending the gathering? Um, you know. Nowadays, it's attending the gathering mm. because then I can leave when I want to and go home and take a nap. <laughs> you know, I, when I think of Thanksgiving, I think of football, overeating, and taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of. Yeah, and so that way I get to, you know, overeat at your house and then I get to leave when I'm ready. <laughs> that works. That works. I, you know, I think I prefer to host, but at the same time, have yet to have the opportunity to do so. But I would love the opportunity to host Thanksgiving. So yeah, I'm, I'm mostly an attendee. Uh, however, would love to host one year. Uh, cooking crazy or grab the soda and sweet tea on the way. <laughs> so are you bringing home-cooked goods or are you picking up something from the store? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to pick up something, uh, although my wife, uh, who is much more 
creative and talented in this area would probably uh, balk at that and would uh, would you know slave over the uh, stove and create something to bring to the attend- to the uh, to the function. So that's probably what I would do. But if it were just me, I'd I'd be you know grabbing those you know crummy cookies from Walmart or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, definitely the the cooking crazy. I love cooking, man. Cooking crazy for sure. I typically I bring uh, cornbread oyster dressing. My wife brings a pecan yeah. pie, and that's kind of our our family will have have brought that in years past and. Um, yeah, I, I love cooking. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> all right. Cranberry sauce. Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. Uh, 10 times out of 10. Don't even care if it's in a can or fresh made cranberry sauce. I don't care. Way. Yep. Uh, Any, anyway. And then finally, Black Friday or Cyber Monday? I'm going to go with Cyber Monday because even as a retailer, Black Friday is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than like it's, fight to like step over somebody, you're who they're it's stepping brutal, over. Man. <laughs> it's brutal, man. It's I know, right? It, 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 and what what's kind of neat though, I will say about Black Friday being at a smaller shop. You know, when you nowadays when people think about Black Friday, they think about the big box stores. You know, Best Buy, Target, these kind of places that are just attracting. You know, they're huge parking lots and all this kind of stuff. They're not necessarily thinking about you know your your quaint uh, local tobacconist, and so right. <laughs> so we do get a little pass sometimes uh, like that on Black Friday. But regardless, it's always a, a heavy traffic day and people's nerves are uh, a little peaked. And and so, uh, you know, it can get a little a little crazy around here. And I'm sure by the end of the day, I'll be needing uh, maybe a little uh, extra eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, having worked retail in the past as well, Black Friday has uh, been a source of frustration and and enjoyment alike. And sometimes typically this at the same time. Um, but no, I think, uh, yeah, I, no, I, I am going to pick Black Friday. I'm going to play Black Friday. Cyber Monday is just not as fun. It doesn't have the energy level and, and, you know, frustrating as Black Friday is. I, I just, um, I always like the idea of Black Friday, if not the specific practice. Tis the season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go. That's the Thanksgiving edition, uh, courtesy of Pastor Joda. And Hey, if you've got some quick fire questions, you can send it into us at show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Your Your thoughts, thoughts, your your comments, comments. listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, so I kind of feel bad, man. I've kind of let our iTunes uh, reviews uh, uh, slip a little bit in the last several. I mean, part of that is just because our email box has been like crazy full. Is this one from April? This is this is this we're we're going back. We're going back. It's been it's been a minute since we've been able to to do this. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, you know that's that's fantastic. So we'll be carving through these along with uh, <laughs> along with some emails. So we do want to encourage. It's it's a good way to like like you know uh, say thank you to those of you who are writing us reviews because that is a huge way to help support the show. Oh, it and, is. Uh, yeah. And it is it is with the intent of reading them on the show. We just haven't haven't had the opportunity in a while. So, uh, man, we got this one in from SD on iTunes who says a wonderful experience. If you want to learn more things about pipe smoking and tobacco, this is the show. Plus you may get a good chuckle now and then it's perfect for both the seasoned pipe smoker and those new to the hobby. And again, that is from SD on iTunes. Uh, this next one, man is from Qui-Gon Wynn. What did Qui-Gon Wynn have to say? <laughs> Qui-Gon Wynn, uh, pipe navigation. Bought my first pipe a few years back, stumbled and struggled through the process with little to no help at the local cigar shop. Uh, these guys have really enhanced my knowledge and entertained me through many bowls. I'm always looking forward to the next episode and always uh, wait for ideal times to consume it. So, uh, man, looking for the just the right time to listen to Country Squire Radio. And Qui-Gon Wynn, we appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. 
Absolutely. And you know what? I'm gonna, let, let's throw this this other one in too, man, from uh, G Torres, the 3944, again on iTunes. Uh, what, did, what did G Torres have to say? Yeah, uh, finally, something worth listening to. Uh, as someone who is sick of all the negativity of cable TV and radio nowadays, uh, finding the show was like finding that tin of Frogmorton you didn't even know you had. Uh, I find myself waiting patiently for new episodes just to catch up on what the guys have been up to and for what new recommendations they have. I'm now a huge fan of the old Toby and Rivendell blends and find myself hiding the new orders from my wife. <laughs> Keep up the great work, guys. It's a real blessing to have... Uh, you guys and the show. P.S. I love the Star Wars episode. So <laughs> there you go, Bo. Throwing you a little bone there. Well, but, I mean, uh, I, f- I figure we got we got shouts out from uh, Pastor Joe to Qui Gon Win, and uh, you know, you might as well throw that one in as well. Yeah, that's why, good. Why not? Why not? That's that's great. <laughs> Thank you so much, G Torres, and uh, for everybody who's been writing us reviews. And hey, this is a great reminder if you have not done so already to head over to iTunes and write us a review. And uh, yeah, we will definitely be reading those on the show in the uh, in the coming weeks and, and continue to do so throughout. Uh, we also want to encourage you to, uh, uh, you know, keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on the Twitters. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. Of course, at Squire Radio is the show's handle, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, John David, man, I, I never actually got a chance to ask you, are, are y'all doing turkey this year? We are. We, uh, by nature of my wife's uh, business, what she does for a living and then what I do for a living, obviously, we don't have a lot of time. And, and we're also, you know, not going to have a lot of people over. And so the uh, restaurant, uh, it's kind of in our neighborhood, the Manship, they are oh, putting yeah. together this kind of, uh, you know, Thanksgiving package where you order a turkey and two or three sides and it feeds nice. so many amount of people. And, and so th- we, we decided to let someone else cook for us this year. And we're going to do that. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Dude, that's legit. That's awesome. I cannot wait to hear that goes. The Manship has uh, got some delicious food, too. So it's good food, exciting. man. Good, good, good food. So we're excited. <laughs> All right. Well, good deal. Well, hey, man, let's go have a holiday. See you, brother. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.